スロットドーンしよう Hey everyone, happy Friday, Shiro Show. I'm Saturn Dave, your host today, and、uh, unfortunately, Pat、uh, could not join us because he's still、uh, feeling a bit under the weather. I'm gonna turn off his cam because <laughs> he's not there. But yeah, no,、um, thanks for joining us today. And、uh, we have a little bit of news to talk about this week, but for the most part,、um, we're probably just gonna, you know. Just gonna make stuff up as we go.、I'll, I've got Anthony Night of Dragon in the, in the chat. We even got random stuff、uh, joining us today who might、uh, add some color commentary from Peru. I believe it was Peru. <laughs> And、uh, yeah, so、um, how you doing, Anthony? Because I normally ask、well. Pat. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing, doing quite well. I、uh, just started my vacation, so I got a whole week of doing nothing. Whole week of doing nothing sounds good to me. I, 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 I don't even know what that is. <laughs> If I'm not working at work, I'm not like, or I'm, I'm at home like, working in the backyard or doing chores or something like that, it's like, go, go, go all the time. Oh, oh yeah, that's how I'm going to be, but at least I don't have to worry about my business. <clears throat> yeah. That's good. If I, was liter- if I literally had nothing to do, I would just be messing around with the Netlink stuff all week. Or, I don't know, streaming games or whatever.、Uh, but、uh, as it is,、um, yeah, this, this, this week has been busy, kind of down to the wire today. Got home right before the show, and,、uh, and here we go. We're going to make this thing happen. Anyway, I just want Pat to know if he's out there listening that I hope you feel better, man.、Uh, and、uh, sorry that, you know. Everybody's getting sick all the time, you know. Hope, hope you feel better though. Yeah, so as far as updates go,、um, I know, Anthony, I know you and Joe have been working on、uh, just refining the whole UDP settings with the Netlink、uh, tunneling method. I think you guys discovered, you were telling me、uh, just before the show, you were telling me that you basically found out that you weren't, you weren't dropping any packets, which was one of the concerns you guys had. Was that there might be some packets being dropped. And, and so you guys were doing like redundant packet sending just to ensure that no packets were lost. But you basically wrote like a logger, right? That、uh, logs your guys' connection and you were able to find out that there weren't any packets being dropped. Correct? Yeah, correct. What's going on is, well, what we tested was just the receiver side、uh, logging. So every packet that got to my machine, it was right to a file saying, here, here's a packet. So, and then、uh, what we did after that was we took the data through into Excel and did a bunch of crazy stuff to determine what we were losing,、mm. where we were seeing spikes. Right. And we determined that, yeah, we did not hit any、uh, packet loss whatsoever between our game play that night. Well, that's good. And I know that Joe was saying he, he, doesn't have, he has a really good internet connection. And I think you do too, right? And you guys are pretty close to each other. So that, that helps a lot. I know when he's testing with me or when you're testing with me, I'm on Wi Fi, so that's considered basically like a lossy connection. So that's、um, <clears throat> good to test, you know, just to make sure that everything works. But you guys are testing under better circumstances for, for that kind of thing. But、um, like you were saying, it, once you start testing with folks across the globe, then you, you know, you'll really be able to see if、uh, packet loss is an issue.、Um, but. I know you guys are, so you're basically at, a, at the point where you're just trying to figure out why,、um, why the two Saturns keep having trouble syncing, right? Or they have to like resync every once in a while. Right. That's their top priority. That's、for、literally the reason, only. Yeah. Like, for some reason, every once in a while, we hit a spike where the、yeah. game just pauses for a second. We're trying to figure out why it does that when we know it's not packet loss. But it's nothing like the VoIP days where it would pause and it would just literally freeze. You'd be sitting there like, okay, I've got a rebound. You're like around, a, you're about to turn the corner in Sega Rally and then it freezes and you're just like, oh hell, how am I going to get out of this turn? <laughs> you know, I don't even remember <laughs> what my drift, what my line was, you know? And then, and then it unfreezes and you're just like trying to like oversteer to control.、Um, oh. No, it's nothing like that. Like at the very worst, we're just talking like tiny little blips where the game just freezes for a second and then continues. So. Yeah, I mean, if you guys can,、uh, really, it just comes down to that, like getting to the bottom of that and figuring out how to iron that out. But、uh, already, I can, I can honestly say I'm just、uh, really, really impressed with the performance that Joe has gotten out of this. And、uh, it, it could be better if it was written in C, you were saying, right? Like, all things considered, but it had to be in Python be- 
Because DreamPy is in Python, right? I, I wouldn't say better, but I hate Python, so... Oh, okay. It would have been better for me if it was in C. But so it wouldn't be, the code wouldn't be light, more lightweight or easier to... Easy, it wouldn't have, it, it's not like there's no overhead in terms of like the code, right? I mean, there's overhead, but uh, for what computer systems we run today, right? It doesn't matter, it's negligible, way. right? And DreamPy yeah. is uh, a DreamPy is able to keep up, right? You would have to know. I don't have a DreamPy, I don't have a DreamPy either. But the thing oh, is, I, I know did. that they're they did. <laughs> They're not all created equal, though. It's from my understanding, like, there are DreamPies based on Pi Zero, which I think is Wi-Fi only. And I know that it's not as powerful as, like, a, a Pi 3 or a Pi 4, right? So... Well, yeah, there are two kinds of Pi Zeros, one with and without Wi-Fi. Okay. It should be as fast as Pi 2s, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Yeah, see, I don't I don't really know anything about it. I would love to get a, a DreamPie at some point. I just... It's, one of those things I haven't pulled the trigger on yet. And honestly, <laughs> having other means of doing things, it's just kind of like, I, it just hasn't been an absolute necessity. But um, I'm probably going to, as soon as I want to get my Dreamcast back online, I'm probably going to have to. Uh, not to mention the fact that all the PPP stuff, uh, like the internet protocol stuff, uh, cannot be done on Windows 10, right? You just cannot have Windows 10 be like a dial-up ISP. Right, yeah, they took a lot of that stuff out. They took really out. want you to be a Windows server, so... And there's no Python scripts or something that could put that function functionality back in? No. No, I didn't think so. So yeah, if you guys want to... If you're interested in the whole tunneling thing and you want to be like using the Planet Web Browser, sending and receiving emails and doing all that uh, stuff uh, with other Saturn users, you probably want to invest in a DreamPy. Um, not to mention the fact that the whole tunneling thing is really designed for DreamPie at the end of the day. But uh, it's nice that there's a PC solution as well for, for doing matchups, you know. So yeah, hopefully I'll be get back to testing with you some more uh, in the next week if, if you're available for that. Also, Gosh. oh yeah, anything else you want to add to that? No, I'm good. No, you're good. Okay, cool. Um... So yeah, aside from that, I figured I, I would uh, let folks know this isn't anything I wrote an article up on, but uh, Will from Will's Con Will's Console Mods on uh, on Twitter, um, this is the dude that did the uh, the toggle switch for the Fenrir, wants to know if folks are interested in another batch of 20-pin uh, units, and Danthrax brought this to my attention. So if you are, think, you know, if you didn't get in on the first two batches that he did and you want to get... A toggle switch so that you can have your Fenrir installed and your CD drive at the same time and be able to switch between the two. Go hit him up on his Twitter. It's Will's Console Mods. Will's Console Mods UK? Anyway, just look for Will's Console Mods. You'll find it on Twitter and let him know. Uh, I think he put up a poll or something like that. He was just uh, gauging people's interest in, uh, in whether or not they'd like him to do another batch because I think, you know, it comes at a cost and, and time and everything like that. So, it, uh, but the last two batches sold out, so I imagine that uh, there's some interest for sure. Anyway, um, hold on a second. I got to bring up the I got to bring up the comments because I'm not seeing. Um, also, thanks to Rob Stadler, <laughs> who just uh, donated to the tip jar. Um, last week we had a crazy we had a crazy stream with Pat, and uh, you know we're just kind of doing our normal thing, and then all of a sudden people start throwing money in the tip jar, and I was like, I didn't even know we had a tip jar. What the hell, <laughs> you know? And then of course people uh, started uh, getting crazy with the donations and everything. But we really do appreciate uh, you guys supporting us, and uh, and yeah, this is just a, such an awesome and positive community. We really appreciate the support. Um, and I do need to. Oh, okay. So, be sure to be sure to reach out to Will uh, and let him know if you are interested in having him do another batch of those. Um, I believe it's like forty bucks, uh, something around there. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about is: Have you seen this? Uh, what is it? Have you seen this? Uh, this Sonic keyboard? It's like a Sonic gamer keyboard or whatever. It's like got to be the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Have you seen this night? Well, I was waiting for this uh, thing to pop up. Yeah, I've seen that. Are you seen that? It's just literally ugly as hell. I, I cannot believe it. I guess it's like a Walmart exclusive thing. 
Uh, and it's just really, really bad. Yeah. Just terrible. Is this Pat? Is that Pat? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. You sound about... Sound yeah, about yeah. as trash as this keyboard looks. <laughs> yeah. Kidding. Well, I didn't. I looking at it and I didn't know if it was mechanical or not. But at the price point, it looked like complete garbo. So I assumed no. So what does it even matter if it was like it? it they could have done so much better with this, uh, making it look like a sonic. Like first of all, the whole thing ought to be like blue with like some orange accents and maybe maybe some red. Like I don't know. I just feel like I feel like they gave this to like a five year old and said, "Here, design this." It, it's like just all that keyboards are like you know the the key, key, baby's first keyboard with like A B C and D. Seriously, QWERTY. The the headphones look so cheap. The whole thing just looks like they took the cheapest. Here, here's a custom one that looks way better. <laughs> yeah, but, there's, there's also a they did a, a a Pokemon one a couple years ago by Razer, but it's like a couple hundred dollars or oh, something man. crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Japan only is really weird. I don't know why they did that. Man, I'm so sorry. You sound terrible. I'm so sorry, Pat. I'm glad that you, I'm glad you could, you know, poke your head in and, and say hi. But yeah, I, I really yeah. hope you get I feel better, man. Um, but anyway, yes. I, yeah, just want to hop in real quick. Set keyboards garbo. Don't buy it unless you do dumb. not do not buy don't buy that crazy crap. I mean, honestly, like you get what you pay for at Walmart. Like all their gaming stuff is gets really 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 poorly rated at linus tech tips you know or the the linus media yeah, group I'll, I'll put up a guide if you guys want a mechanical keyboard to know which one to get that's not that it's oh a yeah cool cap, so i trust I'll your judgment that. pat pat knows what's yeah. at where it's at when it comes to mechanical keyboards i always hear Sounds him type good. type typing away tickety tick 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 but yeah so yeah, yeah but don't... anyways i'm gonna go lay down back now i just want to hop in real quick i'm watching the show for like, sure, man. For sure, and like kind of in vague consciousness. So I'm like fading in and out right now, watching it. So well, we love you, man, and we really hope that you feel better. Hopefully, you're all, right. you're all healed up for next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, well, I'll talk to you guys later. Yep. Uh, let's see here. So news. Um, Danthrax. I don't know if he is around. Let me see. I have to keep poking my head back into Discord I to see who's there. Hey, Danthrax, how's it going? So, Dan, you did a couple of emulation-related articles. I did. Uh, which I'm grateful for. You've become, like, our go-to guy for emulation news. And um, considering... I, I, yeah. I, I'm happy to not just be the guy writing articles about, like, old Saturn games brought to new consoles, because I feel like that's a lot of the stories I've written. And, like, they're exciting. I think they're cool. I think it's cool and that stuff happens, but I'm glad to... Uh, you know show that i can write about other things too <laughs> yeah you know it, and and here's the thing i we always say on shiro pat and i always say we're we're not we're anti-elitism and we're anti-gatekeeping you know so there are so many different kinds of saturn fans and if we can have a massive community because some people are playing on emulation and some people are playing on real hardware and some people are doing fpga cores and stuff like that you know all the more the better you know so it, we i don't care what way you play um you know you can do some really great stuff with emulation not to mention upscaling and like uh rendering rendering higher resolution uh you know smoothing textures doing all sorts of really cool stuff uh, via emulation uh depending on which which emulator you're using uh, not to mention like net play and stuff like that so there's a lot of great stuff you can do with emulation we're not anti-emulation we just uh we're all we're always just looking critically at everything you know to make sure that uh they're they're doing like the best that they can with with each thing you know i know sometimes we get critical of like the emulation that gets done on like switch or something like that if it's if it's poorly implemented you know but in in most cases i would say that you know they're probably half of the saturn scene out there these days just due to cost are playing via emulator and so i'm really glad that you are um that you have been keeping us up to date on what's going on with the with the emulators can you since you're here do you mind telling us a little bit about beetle saturn the the retro arc uh yeah i mean in this particular story uh you're bringing up here that um i posted late, late last week right was yeah, it's just like a, a small little update um, compared to this, the Beetle article from like a week before that, a couple right. weeks before that. Mm -hmm. But basically the news is that um, the uh, big update that they brought to the retro arc 
um, Saturn core, the Beatles Saturn core, because uh, I think they have a couple different Saturn-related cores for the retro arc. You can kind of run different ones, whatever you want. But uh, the Beetle one, which is based off of the Mednafin emulator, which you can uh, get on your PC, um, that one got brought to the Steam version of RetroArch. You can actually go on Steam and just download RetroArch for free, and then you can get whatever cores you want for your RetroArch uh, as if it's DLC on Steam. Okay. And um, so they, they updated the Beatles Saturn DLC, quote unquote, on Steam. Uh, and I guess, you know, cause I, I was asking, I think I asked in the Discord, I'm like, so why would you want this on Steam as opposed to like just the standalone retro release? Like, why, why would you care? And right. um, somebody, uh, I forget the screen name off the top of my head, I'm sorry. But they replied to me, I think it was one of their um, administrators over there, one of their moderators. Uh, I, I pretty much put in a paragraph there um, down toward the bottom um, that it uh, lets you use Steam's um, remote play uh, function, uh, you know, use the Steam input configuration to kind of like set up your controller however you want. Uh, you get Cloud Sync for your save files, and it'll automatically update uh, your Saturn Beetle core and all your other RetroArch cores um, for you. You don't have to like manually figure that out. So I guess there are some nice things to running it through Steam. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty cool that they um, took the time to go ahead and uh, make that update. Cool. Med and Mednuffin, that's the, uh, my, emul my emulator doesn't need a fancy name emulator, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that one seems to run the best for people on PC. Uh, although, as our next article talks about, um, right. developer of Yabasanshiro is working to make that one better i mean the thing about midnaffin is it doesn't have quite as many um like debugging features as yabasanshiro uh right. and it can be a little obtuse for people because it um it uses like command line stuff although i never use the command line when i use midnaffin i just drag a q file on mm -hmm. top of the midnaffin exe file mm -hmm. and just drop it on there and it just brings up midnaffin and starts running it right so so wait, like before we get to Yabasanshi, before we get to the Yaba uh, branch of stuff, um, so Mednafin, you're saying that uh, from your experience, Mednafin is the easiest to use or the most user friendly? I well, or I'm just works the best. It works the best. Yeah, it seems to have the best compatibility. Has okay. the fewest glitches when it's running games. It seems to run pretty much every game. I mean, I haven't really heard of people saying, and somebody. Anthony or somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't really heard of too many people saying, oh, this game won't run on Mednaffin. Okay. Um, usually a problem like that is because you're trying to r run the wrong uh, region or something. Or you maybe know? the image is bad. Like, yeah, well, like we had that problem with our uh, bulk slash patch initially. We had like hard-coded a certain... No, we had like hard-coded a, a, like all of the regions. Like it was just every region. Mm -hmm. Um the game applied to and doing that it literally will name all of the different region codes in the ip.bin file and uh and what mnafin does is it tries to like match its region to whatever region of game you're trying to boot up so it just looks at whatever the first region code it finds and makes itself that and it's like the that conflicted with how the rest of the game ran so it just would not run on Midnaffin when it was trying to make itself like an EU copy or something like EU might have been the first region code that it found in the IP file. Right. Uh, so it tried to make itself like use the European BIOS and then that didn't run right. I don't know. So like you have edge cases like that where it might not work right. But um, uh, generally, yeah, it's compatibility is really good. So cool. uh, I imagine that since they've updated to have feature parity with the PC version, that the RetroArch version should uh, have really good compatibility too for people. Yeah. Um, so okay. So Mednafin is great for compatibility, and then um, you wrote an you wrote an article about Yabasanshiro, which it kind of addresses the issue of compatibility, correct? Because they basically added in the ability for more games to boot because. Uh, well, yeah. well, go ahead and you go ahead and talk about how they implemented the cache, the caching for the SH2s. That was a uh, previous. And, yeah, and I don't know. Uh, 
I can't explain the ins and outs of that too much for you. I just pretty much asked um, Miax there on Twitter, like, hey, so what did you do to make this version better? Like, why, why is the version better, and what did you do to do that? And his response was pretty simple. I put the quote in the article. It was like right. he, he worked on emulating the, the bus um, that goes to and from the Saturn memory. Uh, he, tried, he worked on emulating that more accurately. So pretty much how data is flowing uh, in and out of the uh the sh2 ram right. though which is the processor mm -hmm. uh, and so that's uh yeah you measure the memory speed yeah you got it there of each bus and they're reflecting the emulation so you know he's he's got the speed more accurate and there's probably some games who like need that very right. precise timing mm -hmm. um that we're not running correctly or not running at all as a result of it and so he he named um three games that are now running at all uh newly bootable games which are a uh, gundam game um, right. that gundam century <laughs> uh as well as uh galaxy Fraulein yuna 3 right. which i think has a fan does it have a fan translation galaxy Fraulein? i don't know it, uh maybe not i feel like there's something with that game or maybe that's one of the games that Optional uses the expanded RAM. I don't know. There's something about that game that makes it stick out to me in my head. But um, mm. then the third game is this. Uh, he put full cowled, but yeah, uh, looking at, it, I think it's just called full cowl. Yeah. Either way, full cowl. That's the little. Uh, that's the little like racetrack. Uh, the little. Yeah. yeah. Those little slot car. Slot cars. Yeah. Slot cars. Right. Cars. Yeah. That's that's what that game is, and then he fixed some outstanding graphic issues that people had reported having problems with in Cotton Boomerang, um, which uh, yeah, there it was. I I saw the evidence on the GitHub for the Cotton Boomerang error. It was like duplicating part of the frame within the frame you're looking at. It's like you were seeing two copies of the same right. sprite on screen. It was very strange looking. Mm -hmm. um, that's fixed. And then that Hanafuda game is right. It'd be, be showed you. Yeah, it, it um, it had some weird graphics corruption. It's like uh, they're supposed to, they're the, like the outlines of sprites. Like the sprites are supposed to be there, and instead they're just black right. on the screen. The the background would be correct, but the actual sprites on the background would just be <laughs> black. It wasn't loading right. And uh, and then he fixed Contra Legacy of War, which it was supposed to have like its whole loading screen, and said it was just black. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, just the fact that he's got these as being uh, major uh, improvements that he's listing shows you that that's the main thing that needs to be worked on with Yavasanchiro uh, is the fact that it does not boot every game and it sometimes has issues with certain games. So, like, I know for um, just something I wanted to test when I saw this, I didn't realize that he had put out an update. Here, he or she, they. Mirax um, put out an update to Yavasanchiro a few months ago and another one last year. Uh, the version of Yavasanchiro I had been using was out of date by more than a year. And it's the one I used all through working on Bulk Slash last year. And, right. you know, I, I just kind of, I like using Yavasanchiro just because I've used it so much that I, I'll oftentimes just like pop a game into that. And, right. um, and one of my favorite games on the Saturn is Fighting Vipers, which is on the screens behind you there and in your blue screen. Yeah. And uh, I didn't and know that. It, I didn't know Fighting Vipers yeah. was one of your favorite. Yeah, it is. I love Fighting Vipers. Um, it's so cool. And it never ran in Yabasantro, which really disappointed me because I, I like putting games into Yabasantro and then like turning off different VDP layers and stuff like that. And just like seeing how they got the game to run, you exactly. know, yeah. like that's just fun to me. And I could never do that before. And so I, when I grabbed this latest version of Yabasantro, um, I popped fighting Vipers in there and it booted right up. Nice. I was so happy. So, and maybe that was something he fixed in an update from, you know, a few months ago or last right. year or something. A few months ago, he, uh, as I put in the article, he um, worked on emulating the processor's cache um, exactly. better. And that brought a bunch more improvements. I guess that made a lot more games run better, which that would make right. sense if he was emulating the, the cache for the processors I know. accurately. And that would be a really important part. So Yeah, uh, when it comes to a lot of these games, when it comes to a lot of these specific games where developers kind of like 
they either did workarounds or they like, you know, did quirky little things to get their games running the way they wanted them to, you know, it's very important. Yeah. That's where it's like, becomes really important to have the hardware, uh, you know, behave like it's supposed to, you know? And so when you're doing emulation, it could be tricky, you know, to, to have those things actually work the way they're supposed to versus like with an FPGA where it's literally just behaving however the hardware is supposed to behave, you know? But, uh, right. But yeah, that's so that's good. That's good news for folks who like the 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 Yaba Sanshiro uh, arm of of things, you know. And uh, there's a lot of great improve. There's a lot of great functionality that that emulator uh, brings with it. And in, in in addition to like uh, Android support, you know, that I think that's the main right. one on phones. Yeah, it's it is like kind of the go-to when you're mm-hmm. trying to play Siren games on your Android phone. I guess it can kind of work on an iOS phone too, but you have to like do some weird arcane stuff yeah, yeah. To on your iphone obviously but uh yeah so it, it's nice to improve that for cell phone users too absolutely well thank you dan for writing these things up on the on the website and i know everybody who like is real into emulation for for one like uh nuno over at the junkyard he's just that's all he does is play saturn via emulation and i mean he's got loads of nostalgia for it because he was a an og fan back in the day uh, grown up in uh, in Portugal, but uh, that's pretty much his go to nowadays is is Saturn emulation on a beefy PC, and uh, I think that folks like him, there's a lot of them out there, and people are really interested in seeing what what's happening in the emulation scene. So thanks for keeping us up to date. We appreciate it. No problem. And uh, <clears throat> another community related article. This is something that actually I believe you you did kind of bring to my attention right like we should definitely cover this and i just kind of like uh this is this wireless 3d control pad is something that has kind of been in the works for a while uh we checked in with izzy back in like november of 21 and um so it's been like eight months um and you know it's not like they've been able to hold on a second before i go on i I actually want to address the the folks in the comments i want to say thanks to blue moon for for the donation thank you to tanuki trev you guys are already our supporters (laughs) you're already our monthly patreon supporters but you guys are just going the extra mile here uh throwing tips in the tip jar um i i appreciate that for sure and uh if anybody else has any comments uh toss it into the i'm looking at them right now i just am not able to look at them during the entire show but you know i'd be happy to answer any questions you guys might have but if not i'll keep going (laughs) i'll keep going yes beetle uh and knight is saying uh clarifying beetle is mednafen it's it's just like a a port of it okay so uh moving on to this article so basically Going back to the beginning, you'd have to go all the way back to the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was kind of bored after a couple months of just working from home or, you know, uh, people were starting to like start hobby projects or, you know, figure out what they were going to do with all this extra time they had. And one of those individuals was Arthramus, Arthramus, yeah, on Twitter, uh, who essentially created this edge connect this new edge connector pcb was available to the community um and retro rgb did a a quick write-up about it um i can click to that real quick so yeah retro rgb did a a little write-up on it and uh just basically a clone you know there's even like a 3d printed uh, part because i guess this was this would be for folks who you know um i mean I, i think I think it might have just been for folks who did who had a 3D control pad but didn't have the cable or the cable was broken because they are removable they could become they could become detached and the cable part could get lost and then you'd have a 3D control pad that would be useless without this. So, you know, you had this this print this PCB available to the community as an open source uh thing and Drew Kanaz or uh Hex Hexfreak uh, became interested in the possibility of hooking that up to a Arduino Nano and uh, essentially creating, trying to create like a Bluetooth low energy wireless solution out of it. So here, you know, he, he um, and this was of course back in like October of 21, um, got an Arduino Nano, 
attached it to the the little PCB and started working out um, a solution. And after just a little bit of work, he was able to get uh, data transfer going. I will uh, mute that. But uh, you guys can see that, you know, he was able to get uh, a blue, the Bluetooth link working and send and receive uh, data to a uh, PC, essentially. Uh, and then, you know, fast forward a little bit, and Izzy Patrick was inspired by Drew's work. Um, and, and, you know, they essentially decided to kind of do like a spinoff or their own project uh, inspired by that, but having a lot of ambitious, uh, just, a, just a whole slew of features or, you know, basically in, including solderless install, no controller modification required, Bluetooth to PC, mode switching, analog and digital, OLED support, USB, LiPo charging, battery, uh, battery charge percent and charging status OLED, uh, tilt input. That's really, I think that was like the last thing. Cause that's really, uh, ambitious um but you know could be done uh with some kind of like gyro or something but essentially um that was the list of plans for the project and then of course you had like a 3d printed enclosure uh for the back part of it and that's that's about the time that it came to our attention we wrote this little article about the simultaneous projects going on and then it's just we've kind of been on hiatus since then because i know i know drew was uh had a bunch of other stuff you know occupying their time and then of course izzy i think had been kind of working on it here and there but like you know life gets in the way so you know uh these aren't and and again like this is a, a mon monumental undertaking in terms of like implementing this so i don't think it's just something that would happen overnight but it's been about eight months and um i would say back in just back in may there was a proof of uh there was basically a proof of connection uh on izzy's side uh, showing that uh, button presses were registering. It was it was sending data wirelessly. A little bit of lag there, but definitely an exciting uh, proof of successful wireless input. Then uh, you also had a video uh, demonstrating, uh, essentially demonstrating the the screen, the uh, screen attachment, showing like the boot up, customizable boot logo, mode switching, battery stats, readout demo, um, and uh, of course like the it's just a work in progress. And when it comes to the battery, you know, all that would just end up being either shrunk down or just put into a 3d printed package on the back. But that was exciting. Um, and then, uh, you know, a status update on June 12th, um, showing further improvement. I think that, I think that this video basically shows that they got, uh, they were working together to get the, uh, what is it? The latency or the input lag down a little bit. And, um, there's still a degree of input lag. You can see on this next video, there's like a quick button press uh, demonstration kind of showing, uh, you know, showing roughly like how quick it is to, to change settings or, you know, how quick the button presses are. But, um, the most recent, uh, the most recent video that's kind of going viral in the Saturn community is this one right here, uh, that demonstrates, actually, I don't know if I should go full screen on that, <laughs> uh, but this one right here demonstrates, uh, is essentially demonstrates, uh, gameplay in nights into dreams. And I think it really is a good, it's a really good demonstration video because nights into dreams is a game that relies on absolutely accurate like quick and accurate um input and you will see that when um they move their thumb in circles that the system can't keep up like knights is not actually moving in one-to-one -one parity uh it's kind of like trailing behind quite a bit so there's a there's a definite degree of input lag still um and i don't know if that's something they're able to get down um but i mean still this is this is huge. I mean, so, you know, I think there's, there's plenty of reason for folks to be excited. Um, but I'm, I'm just hoping that maybe it's possible for them to get that input lag down on certain games. It's not going to be an issue, but I mean, Ken, uh, was Kenji Tasaki said it himself and this controller was created for Knights. So it literally is the Knights controller. And one would hope that, um, you know, the performance would be as good as it could be, you know, 
I think part of the latency comes from the fact that they're using like low power Bluetooth. And um, if this were like 2.4 gigahertz, uh, it probably would have lower latency, but of course power efficiency is at the core of these designs. So it probably wouldn't be practical. Um, that, that said, um, they might consider it down the road. Who knows? Um, also Drew did mention the possibility of trying to get the Brook wingman adapter to work with this. So that's, that's another possibility. There's a lot of possibilities out here. You know, maybe they could sell. Yeah. Somebody, uh, I think captain Hodden in the comments says retro bit, um, probably couldn't sell enough of them to make it worth it. Um, but I was actually thinking about that. I was thinking, I wonder if, um, if a third party company would, you know, like use the design or something like that. As, certainly if they make it open source, if they make this like an open source, uh, schematic, then, you know, somebody could come along and, and try to commercialize it. Um, but there has been no indication of, of that, you know, I've, I think it's been talked hey, about. Oh, go ahead. Hey, it's Derek. How's it going guys? Um, oh, hey, Derek. so actually, <laughs> what's up, man? So I actually, funny you brought this up. I left a comment or, reply on that tweet earlier i saw that today or yes yeah well they actually answered because i asked about potential you know future manufacturing right status of open source and they said initial plan and primary motivation is just to release the pcbs and code to the community okay and then goes on to say i'll need to look more into licensing aspect because i said would you be open to working with a third party you know cut you in on on profits and all of that but i told them i understand the sentiments being fueled by uh passion and hobby project but uh yeah yeah, i would love to see this turn into something real one day how great would a wireless 3d pad be absolutely i mean it would be phenomenal i and i mean what better controller to do it than the one that is already has like a removable dongle it's not like everybody has to it would be much more cost effective because I think, you know, then companies as a, as a, as a proposition of creating this thing, they're really only looking at having to create the, the attachable dongle portion and the receiver rather than um, having to create the entire controller, all, all, all that. And, you know, like that'd be ridiculous because Kenji Tosaki even mentioned that, they're using these these uh 3d control pads use a specific cpu on the on the and a chipset that basically interprets input as a complicated curve Uh, and there's like an algorithm behind it and everything like so it would be it would be just completely unfeasible for a company like (laughs) retrobit to come along and try to like duplicate that if anything retrobit would do what Tosaki did not want to do, and that's use volume. Uh, uh, what was it like? Vo- I think he called it volume sensors, kind of like the PS2 does, kind of like uh, you know, kind of like every modern console does now. They basically license that technology from. Uh, it, it's the same technology that's been used over and over and over again, and there's a lot of drift. You know, the center point drifts a lot. Um, it's not as precise as these hall sensors that they used in the 3d control pad. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, so that's the great thing about it. They, they had enough forethought to design it like that so that you could just detach, uh, you know, whatever add on peripheral you were using. And, uh, so I think this is fantastic, um, that they're doing this and the way things go in this community is we all inspire each other to do cool stuff. Um, I kind of mentioned that in the article. I think that that's the one takeaway really is that um, this community has a way of individuals inspiring each other to do great things. And this is a good example of that where what started from like a clever PCB design uh, just has spun into this thing that's taking shape into something that a lot of people wouldn't have thought was possible. So um, I think it's great. Well, I'm, I am, I did see that response, Derek. So thank you for asking that question. I was going to mention that. And um, at least we, at least we know, um, and Drew did say that, that uh, they were going to release their design just like they did with the Mark one controller where you could like swap the retro bit guts into the Mark one controller. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're going to release the schematic for folks to, and, and the, and the 3d prints and stuff like that for folks to be able to DIY. But uh, yeah, I mean, if, uh, if this ends up uh, growing legs and, and becoming like a commercial product, I think that would be great. 
It would be amazing. I'd really Try love to see Eight Bit Doe do it. Honestly, I, I think you know, no, <laughs> no offense to Retro Bit, but I mean, like Eight Eight Bit Doe makes some pretty tight stuff, you know. And and right now, all they offer is like a, I believe it's like a pad mod. You can modify your pads to have like Bluetooth. I'm not sure for Saturn, for yeah, s- but it's 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 stuck on, and this is where my modern console knowledge falls off. It's stuck on, I forget what type of mode, but essentially you'd have to literally, uh, you'd have to modify the PCB to get true to Saturn button mappings. So it's really not right. designed to be used on Saturn hardware, which is a real shame. That is a real shame. Okay, so crazy piece of kit. There's yeah. also the AliExpress red PCB kit that's basically the same thing for anybody out there looking to do a DIY. Right, right. Yeah, so, uh, and I, you mentioned AliExpress. I wouldn't be surprised if someone on AliExpress gets wind of this, especially if it goes open source, you know, and then we end up seeing something. Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, who knows? Back in 2017, 2018, we were talking about all these what-ifs, you know, and here we are. We've had a lot of what ifs come come to fruition in this community. So, um, you know, here we are with their net links tunneled online. And sorry, the performance is incredible compared to like, you know, we were gawking at the VoIP solution, you know, years ago saying that was amazing. And we were putting up with the terrible sync issues and the lag and stuff. But uh, I mean, it's come a long way just because people like, you know, like Joe, Sega RPG fan are you know dedicating their free time to rejuvenating and keeping this console alive and uh it's stuff like that that gives this scene a lot to be excited for so yeah i'm really really excited to see what what else happens with this project i did go ahead and post this on uh, retro rgb as well so the greater retro gaming community will be uh, aware that this is something coming down the pipe but yeah uh I'll just leave it on this video so folks can see the uh, demonstration of it working. So uh, really, when you when it comes to this, when he's like moving his thumb around in circles, you can kind of see how Knight's trails behind. Um, and that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what I'm used to seeing on a lot of like Bluetooth, you know, analog Bluetooth controllers and stuff like that is that kind of delay. But uh I think being, I think knowing this game so well, I'm used to it being like exact. It's like Knights usually moves exactly as your thumb moves, you know, which is just crazy. But uh, if if we can even get halfway there, I think that it would be pretty playable for most folks. Anyway, um, yeah. So I don't know what else to talk about, uh, but we're coming up on like we got 15 minutes left in the show, so. You guys want to throw anything out? Any extra, any extra topics that we could uh, discuss? Night. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I've been uh, dabbling with a little bit of homebrew, trying to get our own custom Netlink app going. And boy, is that thing a pain! I've been uh, coding it with Yaul or Yaul. He prefers Yaul. Okay, so yeah. Yaul. And uh, yet another adventure, yeah, so far. So, so what kind of Netlink app are you doing right now? It's just basically a uh test app so we could see all the data that's getting passed through the tunnel so we could uh fine tune as best as we can. Cool. Well, that's gonna be all right. Are you thinking about uh maybe submitting that for the 28th annual competition? maybe it's such a long way off we'll see we'll see what i make and yeah if it's worth it i definitely think joe should should submit the tunneler he could do that right i mean that that counts right i know it's not like running on the saturn but i mean it's like you know no it's still it's still utility for saturn and right we have that category now so i told them like weeks ago submit that yeah because it's groundbreaking i mean it's it's huge um and I know I'm biased, but uh, I think it's I think it's a big deal. And anytime you're restoring functionality to the hard to the original hardware, you, it's it's a big deal. So shouts to Joe and shouts to you, uh, Knight. I appreciate uh, the the tools that you're writing. It's gonna it's gonna help us uh, hopefully get this thing perfect or close to perfect, which is the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, it we'll already see. is pretty close. I know, right? Now you got now it's really just 
perfectionist you know that's the thing he's trying to trying to get it perfect you know but uh but yeah so you guys have done great he's done great work Zayden, I, I should i should mention Zayden, who's done tons of testing years of testing with joe and he's bringing back the netlink zone stuff so uh or the saturn pipe it's going to be the saturn pipe um but i mean that so more more very exciting stuff coming down uh the line when it comes to like online saturn stuff so we're just going to keep you tuned in to that stuff as it comes as it comes I've, i'm 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 Zayden told me not to say too much about it because it really comes down to his, his time and his ability to get it done. Um, but as soon as it is ready to report on, we'll let you know. Other than that, I probably should take a moment to, uh, mention all of our, uh, Patreon supporters. Uh, we had, let's see here. We had two new Patreon supporters, uh, Nate Lawrence and Harvey Jones since last time. Thank you guys for uh, for joining and uh, contributing monetarily. We appreciate you guys. And uh, also, I should mention our $10 and $20 all-access and VIP members that we love to shout on this cast. Wait a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm using the filters here, and it's not working. All right, let's try that again. So we got the uh, 10 and $20... Patrons, you got Nate Lawrence, we got A Murder of Crows, uh, Gem Clash or Rank, Cerulean, Normal Guy, King Gidra, Robert Ramsey, Nutrageous, Blue Moon 95, Tanuki Trev, Johannes Fetz, Rowan Dinked, Derek Pascarella, A-Team, Shadow Mask, Mamdu Madar, we call him uh, Memphis, Emerald Nova, and Young Money Swee. We appreciate all you guys so much. Thank you for uh, keeping this community going. Thank you for the monetary support. We we really have um, we've uh, we've uh, kind of accumulated a pool of funds that we haven't dipped into personally or anything like that. That we're kind of saving for important things that we have to do with Shiro. Um, but it, but essentially, it's definitely paying to keep the lights on every month in terms of uh, hosting the site, uh, hosting the podcast. All that stuff is taken care of because of you guys. So we really appreciate it. And everybody else that even contributes like a dollar, we really appreciate your support as well. Um, I know that not everybody can do that. And, and there's a million things that we want to support out there. You know, I know because I, I support a lot of, uh, a lot of patrons, my patrons myself, and you can't, you can't support them all. So we realize that. And we really appreciate that you guys chose to support us. Um, we also really appreciate you guys, uh, getting in our discord and, um, being a part of the conversation. Um, maybe you guys even decide that you want to do something cool. Um, whether it's shadow mask like messing around with the midi stuff you know or if it's like uh hitomi doing the waska cartridge or uh doing work with xenos interactive over on the over on team Starlane. but there's like tons of you if you guys you guys can be as active as you as you want to be you know um but uh we really really appreciate you guys um being a part of this community and making cool stuff happen uh and uh I think we might end early because nobody has anything they want to talk. Maybe I'll go through the comments and just see if I missed anything. Again, thank you for folks that uh, put money in the tip jar. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you, Martin Evans, for all of the, uh, for all of the hand claps and the cheers and the thumbs up in our discord. You're always like the positive guy. Uh, and you, you're like, you're there all hours. <laughs> so it's, it's incredible. Um, if, you ever, Dave, if you ever see a slew of emoji reactions, it's always, yeah, you always know who it was. <laughs> it's like, it's, I'm like, who is this that's showering me with all of this, uh, moral support. And then I look and I'm like, Oh, it's, it's Martin. He's my Personal man from the UK. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not seeing any specific, uh, I'm not seeing any specific questions targeted at me, but anyway, how you been Derek, since I have you on here, <laughs> I didn't get your updates. You moved into <laughs> a new house. That. I did. I did my, uh, I'm engaged to be married. So I did the, uh, the next thing and moved in and got a new place. Everything is good. Life you got, is good. Uh, you got your happy place 
figured out? I don't want to say your man cave, but like your your happy place. Is that all settled, or are you still in boxes? I have a man cave. It's called the house. It's called no, the I'm entire. Okay. <laughs> it's a Sebastian on the no joke. Man, my yeah, father yeah. had a man cave it's called the house. It's called the. <laughs> but, inter- um, <laughs> but I've cool. got my home office where I pretty much anything I want to put in there, or you know, it's carte blanche. And I've got my awesome Sega shelf, which I think nice. I posted it a few times. But like, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Like my one, my one uh, little museum quality display of stuff. I'm not big, a big collector, but right. things that are like you know near and dear to my heart or sentimental value, I like to hold on to them. Same, yeah. You don't need yeah. like the entire wall or like four walls around you, surround you know. But you got your little, <laughs> you you got your little trophy case or your shrine, you know. Uh, speaking of yeah. shelves, I saw Shadow got a new set of shelves, shelf or set of shelves that looked really slick. Uh, with like, oh yeah, for like thirteen dollars uh, or something. No, crazy more than that. But yeah, it was, it was more really than that. Cheap. But it was still a deal. It was like a <laughs> yeah. yeah, and 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 they looked slick uh, with uh, an assortment of good Sega and well and you know various gaming goodness on it. So shouts mm. to shouts to Shadow for that uh, score. But yeah, I think that's all we have time for today. Um, I'm gonna do another family pizza night, pizza movie, <laughs> have fun. I think uh, Shadow. Be sure to tell folks in the comments if you happen to be doing one of your VHS movie night stream things. And uh, I know that's something that he does. I'm not ever able to catch those because I'm literally like watching with, uh, you know, watching movies with my my own kids. But if you guys are interested in hanging and chilling uh, with some old VHS anime or something like that, usually he's got something going on uh, on his on his uh, Twitch. And uh, yeah, yeah. You guys missed the uh, Resident Evil 2 update. I just realized this. We oh, haven't talked about that. We didn't... Uh, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. We didn't write an article. I it. Uh, we should we should mention it. Yeah, it's... Uh, Ro- is it Romulo? Yeah. Yeah, Romulo. So this was something back in... Gosh, I think all the way back in May of last year. Uh, but I know because I was in like Hawaii or something like that when, when uh, he was texting me on the side saying like, check this out, keep it under your hat, but like I'm working on a Resident Evil 2 project or whatever. And uh, put he dropped it in the Sega Extreme and the and the and the Shiro Discord. Um, and it was very rudimentary. You know, it was just basically like characters moving around on static background. Um, but it's come a long way. Um, you can probably say more about it than I can because I haven't really had a chance to like test it or anything. I haven't had a chance to test it either, but I know just watching the videos people were posting, like, he did a pretty well job doing the first stage with Claire, like, yeah, the beginning yeah. part with the gun shop. Yeah. It's, it looked awesome for it, being it on looks, Saturn. It looks like it's entirely, the whole thing is entirely doable. It really comes down to the amount of work and time that he, they have to put into it. I mean, is, if they see it through to the end, uh, yeah, I mean... I imagine we'll have Resident Evil 2 running on Saturn, you know, in its entirety. But yeah, as it is, Wait, I mean, this? It, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, it was just a quick question, David, or, or for you, Anthony. Was this just, well, I don't mean just to uh, minimize the effort or the accomplishment. Was this using the RE1 engine and it's just level modification, things like that? I know next to nothing about it either. Don't no. think, I think he's building it from the ground up, isn't he? Using yes. like or something or ah. yeah, Dan. If you want to okay. dig, if you want to, if you want to dig up all the details and write this up, go be my guest because I have not had time this week. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know because I I definitely seen it. I keep an eye on the say stream Discord. I don't talk in there a whole lot because right. people are very technical things, and it's beyond what I can really contribute to. Right. Um, you look and i i have seen his uh updates on his resident evil 2 um creation i i guess you but i didn't know if you want me to write an article about it because like it's not playable yet he's still right. working on it he does so, have footage but it just feels like it's still kind of a too I, minor of an update to put a, an article on the website about it's like um right here i was that's few minutes because i was furiously scrolling through discord trying to find it and i cannot find it but someone 
I don't even remember their name, and I'm so sorry to them, but they made a really cool tool for the Sega Saturn where you can import uh, your models from Blender into a format that the Saturn can use, so like quads, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, like textures, and I think he even added garage shading. He's been posting updates like crazy over the last week or two. So the reason and, uh, I didn't... Oh, and go ahead. he asked me, you wanna, could you highlight this on the website sometime? And I, I told him... Well, um, I've been looking. I've been watching your tool, and uh, it, I would like to put an article out. I was just waiting for you to like finish it, so we could, right. you know, yeah, yeah, because it just seemed like he was still working on it. Well, that's good to know, because yeah, I'm going back to my DMs with them, and they did say thank you. Sorry for not being able to do this publicly right now. It's too much. Uh, well, wait. What did they say before that? I'd ra rather keep it private for now because that slows me down. Like answering people, giving it, um, you know, and raising expectations and stuff like that. So they, they did actually tell me not to write an article, but that was months ago. So now that they've started, um, you know, posting more stuff and it's become much more high profile uh, in the general public. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's a, maybe that's like a sign to just go ahead uh, I didn't want to overstep. That's the thing. Uh, and that's yeah. why I've kept quiet about it. But I've been watching it this whole time. Um, but yeah, this this past week, I, I, I've not had time personally to dig every, all dig up all of the information, which I, I would. I would scrub the Sega Extreme, all the posts and everything like that, dig up all the information, write up a thorough article, kind of br detailing what progress has been made. Um, yeah. and I mean, Hey, that's something you're up for. I'm sure people would love to know about it. This is something very, people are very excited about for sure. We should have had resident evil two on Saturn. Some of the developers said it couldn't be done. You know, at least. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't I mean, maybe it couldn't be done time frame that they would have needed before the console was going to be basically not supported anymore, mm -hmm. but it would have been possible, mm -hmm. you know, Maybe couldn't have been that. Maybe couldn't have been done with the tools that they had at the time, or the documentation that they had at the time. But uh, of course, we know subsequently, uh, hindsight being twenty twenty, everything. Uh, a lot of uh, folks in this community have proven a lot of those statements wrong. You know, uh, <laughs> you know. So we'll see. Well, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, maybe we'll work on that for next week. I I have a uh, a lot to do at my actual <laughs> job on Monday. Probably. Pulling a, a late day that day, but uh, if you want that one though, if you want that one, you can have it. I'll let you have it. I don't. I won't give you a deadline. I'll just say do it right. And all then, right. And then uh, yes. and then you you do the digging, and uh, okay. that'll be your article, because uh, okay. yeah, I know you'll I know you'll do it justice. I'll do my best. <laughs> all right. Let me add a little clarity to this. Yeah. Sure. All I right. won't put a time limit on you, but, uh, but <laughs> I do have to put a time limit on the show. We are right at time. And uh, so that's no, my. Sorry, we'll get through your uh, information here. <laughs> what other information is there? All right, he just publicly announced this week. That's why I brought it up. Okay. And the other thing is, is that he's working on his own engine, and that's why he's doing this. Okay. So, so this isn't Joe Engine or Yaul. This is his own thing. He's doing it through Yaul, but that's a okay. library. All right, now go ahead, finish. An engine using the old library. I gotcha. Oh, I'm sorry. So when you so the thing is, uh, Knight, you kept getting cut off by some kind of gate on Discord. So I was only here. I I didn't hear that what you were actually trying to provide clarity to the issue. So thank you for that. Um, cool, awesome. Well, yeah. So uh, now it's now it's more than public information. You know, a lot of people out there are retweeting it or, or sharing it on Facebook, and I know a lot of people are amazed. So it'd be nice to have a nice thorough article kind of detailing the the timeline and and what's what's going on so that we have more than just you know a, a viral post to share you know it sounds like it sounds like they want to keep working and keep their head down so it'd be nice if there's somebody else maybe an article a thorough article out there that can answer a lot of the questions that people have about it is what i'm saying because they don't want to be the one to do that um is what they told me directly <laughs> but uh other than that, I, I want to just thank you guys for, um, you know, being my wingman this week since Pat was out sick. Poor Pat. Sounds terrible. I hope, hope he feels better. And uh, thank you, Dan. Thank you, uh, Derek. Thank you, Knight, for joining me. And uh, thank you, everybody that uh, supports Shiro. Please uh, 
feel free to give us a like on the on the video share it out subscribe if you're not subscribed ring that bell <laughs> it sounds so silly saying that but it actually helps because the, the notifications do work when we go live so even if you forget you know it'll remind you and uh until next time this is saturday reminding you that you must play sega saturn peace